With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the 1871 podcast. And Dylan's not with us tonight as Morocco Swallows have a game. So we wish him good luck for that. Uh, but as usual, Johnny is with us. And we are supposed to be having a very special guest with us, former Royals assistant manager, Wally Downs. Wally hasn't actually joined us um, as yet. We we have waited um, for him, so we're not quite sure what's happened. He is out in in Jamaica at the moment, um, coaching uh, a side out there. So um, what we'll do is we'll make a start. And then uh, if, if Wally can't join us for whatever reason... Um, then uh, we will try and get him back on, of course. So um, if if Wally does join us, we'll, we'll be speaking to him shortly. But first, just want to give you a heads up, talking of Wally Downs, that our guest tomorrow is Eva Ingemarsson. And then on Friday, we'll be joined by Ibrahima Sonko. So two Reading legends um, from that that great period in the mid-2000s going up to the Premier League. So really looking forward to to those two. Um, so that's to come this week, plus a couple of other great guests. We've got Brighton CEO Paul Barber. We've also got Simon Shepherd, former Reading goalkeeper. So so that's all to come. But Johnny, let's start. Let's have a chat about Saturday's result. Um, great start to the game. Lucas Yao puts in front early on, but a really disappointing second half. Yeah, yeah, kind of uh, reverse of the other games we've had recently where we've not started off well and then come back into it. This was just a bit of a damp squid in the end, wasn't it? And the, you know, the, they killed off the game. Hopefully it won't matter too much in the way that the points difference is still eight, but you kind of expected a bit more. There's an opportunity there to go 11 points clear and, and nail it, but typical Reading. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't happen. Well, I think I think for me there were two things on on Saturday. First, there was the um, the Reading result and the performance in you know particularly in the second half um, after after a really good start. So that that's the yeah. first thing. But also, you know, all eyes on Barnsley as well. They they also lost heavy defeat against Millwall. So 
they're still eight points behind Reading and significantly they've now only got six games left. Um, so actually, in theory, Reading could already be safe, especially if you look at Barnsley's poor recent form. So they've, I think they've only got six points from their last six games. So if they get another six points from their remaining six games, that's not going to be enough to catch Reading. And I, I think it probably is it's only realistically Barnsley that, that have got a chance of catching Reading. But as I say, Reading, you know, might already have enough points. Um, yeah. So, look, we, we've heard that John Swift, you know, could be out for a couple of weeks with, with an injury. That's not ideal, of course, but I think we are getting to the point now that it looks like Reading will be safe. Um, so, you know, no, no sort of point in risking him if he's if even if he's got a, a knock and then obviously that gives someone else a chance to shine and, and I, I think the the main thing is staying up and you know we probably only need a few more points don't we yeah well, in six games you would say one more result would do it one more a point even would do it to be honest at the minute a three would, would have done it and that's what was a bit frustrating about Saturday because it was in our hands to do that but so uh, you know Swift yeah you're missing a like, couple of weeks then you've got what the option maybe of bringing Tomins into the middle, putting Aziz out on the wing, you know, it gives gives Ince a chance to play a more central role. Maybe if that's what they were thinking, maybe push Josh Laurent forward, bring Tom McIntyre defensive midfield. Um, there's options, isn't there? We have got options. And then, you know, the under-23s last night had a good result to get through to the final of the Bucks Cup. And there's some good youngsters there. So maybe, yeah. maybe a couple of players might have a chance to yeah. show their talent as well. And you, meant, you mentioned the Butts and Butts Cup there. The, the final is on the last day of the season, clashing with Reading's game. Um, Ouch. I don't know. You, you, would, <laughs> you would think that they might kind of give that some thought and, and change it, really, because a lot of Reading fans will want to go and see that because it's the, you know, probably going to be the, un, well, will be the under-23s. Um, and it's a cup, it's a Reading in a cup final. And actually, it's kind of Reading's choice. They, they could put first team players in if they want to. But obviously, especially if, if it's on the, the same day, it's it's going to be the under 23s. But you would think that they, they would change it because you'd get a better crowd. Yeah, definitely. Is it, and I'm, I'm assuming, is it at, at Reading's ground or is it elsewhere? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not 100% sure. I've announced it yet. I don't, yeah. I don't think it is. Um, and somebody okay. can probably tell us because obviously it's a it's, yeah yeah it's not final, but it, it, I, I don't know is the answer to that. Someone will be able to yeah. tell us. Um, I can't. I'm sure, I can't imagine they let it clash because there might be some players that have been in well, the it is, first it, team. That that's the fixture at the moment. You know, yeah. it, it does clash, so it's whether whether they decide to change it or not. Um, yeah. But look, let, let's okay. talk about Paul Ince. Apparently, he's <laughs> been offered. The manager's job for next season. What do you make of that? I'm not surprised with the way Reading are doing things. I'm not. I'm not for or against it. If that's the you know he's done okay this season for us, he's kept us up. Hopefully, for the way things are, but it just doesn't seem you know the rationale behind these appointments again. It's just like well that will do. Where's the, yeah. the there's no seems to be no kind of planning or because again we haven't got a director of football or someone in the club that's knows football, you know, even, um, you know, oh, oh, what's the name? Our recent director of football was manager. Um, we went to MK Dons recently. Yeah, I know you. Mean. I just forgot his name. Uh, <laughs> I'm it? getting old. Yeah, I, I know exactly who you mean. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Who is it? Go on, remember the name. Look it up on Google or something. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you know who I mean. Yeah. Um, not, not Paul. Yeah, Kerr, like, was it Paul? No, Kerr? no, 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 no. No, he was in charge last season. I've got Pre- a previous, guess. previous Reading manager, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah got, anyway, he's got anyway, goal. we're going, we're yeah. going to the point. But look, I think um, the the Mark Bowen, Mark Bowen, Mark Bowen, Jim Bowen. Mark Bowen, Mark Bowen. <laughs> yeah. So look. Um, we got off the point a little bit there, but Paul Ince, um, he had one task, really, uh, and that was to, well, well, one goal, if you like, and that was to keep Reading up. He, he might have, you know, we might have already got, already, uh, you know, enough points. Um, so he might have done enough already, but even if he doesn't, a few games to go and looks, you know, looks good for staying up. Um why not wait until the end of the season, really, and then yeah. assess the situation? Um, I, I don't know. That seems to be seems to be the way things are done at the minute. It's just so ad hoc, isn't it? You know, there doesn't yeah. seem to be a, a strategy, any kind of strategy about what yeah. they're doing. It's it's like also, things came in from nowhere. Also, so credit to him. It looks like he's done the job that he's been tasked with. Um, so you can only do what you've been asked to do. Um, but we've got to bear in mind that we don't know exactly what the situation is with the finances, you know, and a lot of, it's an unpopular choice by the look of it. You know, if you look at a lot of the, the comments um, and a lot of people think it might be the inverted commas, cheap option, easy option, like you said, Um you know, he was out of the game for for eight years. Um, you know, didn't didn't have. He's not been a really successful manager. No. Um, so I, I don't know really. I mean, it, I'm not qualified. It's an odd one, isn't it? I'm not qualified to make that sort of decision. But a lot of the fans, fair to say, not not happy. No, and I think I think again, you know, people want some sort of identity with the club, don't they? And is this, you know, is this the opportunity to bring in someone from the past, whether it be, you know, an ex-figure like McDermott, I'm not saying that's the right choice or whatever, but or somebody like, you know, one of the ex-players that said they'd like the job like Graham Murray, you know, when he was on with us, you know, having someone like that, we've also got Noel Hunt on board, who seems to be doing a great job with the under-23s already. So, you know, somebody else that maybe could come in and do something similar as part of a, a management team and have some kind of plan of what we're doing. But they, you know, I guess the, you know, the, the situation, they won't go clear until the end of the season regarding whether relegated or staying up. So then why are we making decisions on managers if we don't know quite what we're doing yet? Because we can't, we don't guarantee safety, are we? We could go pear-shaped. So why no. not leave it till, until we know everything? And then... yeah contract wise and it's all up in the air isn't it it's not good yeah yeah it's uh it's a strange one but we we've talked about the managerial situation before when Paul Lintz first came in obviously Yapstam was a big name um had a had a good start um but ultimately that didn't work out and then you know there's been experienced managers and um yeah yeah, I mean, who? Randoms. The question is, if if people don't want Paul Ince, who do they want? Neil Warnock's retired, so that <laughs> I mean, 
you know, I, I think a lot of people would have liked to see Neil Warnock in, but yeah, it, it's a tricky one. And, and actually, you have got uh, Michael Jilks, you got uh, Legit Wood involved, like you say, Noel yeah. come back. Um, so I, I think that's quite a good model, actually, you know, to for somebody to start off in the under 23s and then progress. Somebody, yeah. somebody who's got a connection, somebody who's, who has got some passion about Reading. Um, you know, Graham Murty would probably be a popular choice, but in terms of experience, he, you know, he's managed at Rangers, but he's not like a, you know, really experienced manager, is he? But no, what about um, bloke in South Africa that we know? Who's that? Who's that? Who are you that, talking di- about? That Dylan, Dylan fella. Well, he's he's a current manager, isn't he? So yeah. I'm- whether is he available? You know, he's a yeah. current manager, and, and yeah. Wally Downs. I'm not saying we should necessarily bring Wally Downs back in, but um, we don't think he's going to join us tonight. So we, were, we we don't know what's happened, and we kind of thought this was going to be inevitable. So if you were looking to um, uh, hear from Wally Downs tonight, then we apologise. We're not quite sure why he's on the call, but Wally Downs, current manager out in Jamaica, his side doing yeah. well. Uh, not completely out of the running for the title out there. They're doing doing quite well, his his team. So um the other one would be Gareth Ainsworth for me as well from Wickham. You know, he's done the he's done done a very good job. Yeah, limited yeah. resources and he's a local guy. Yeah. Somebody a bit of bit of personality as well. Something a bit different than the same old, same old. I don't know if it comes to us but if you look at what's worked for Reading in the past um, you, you look at some of the players and the managers that have come in. So Steve Copper was at Brentford and then went, you know, did did well there, came to, to Reading. Um, and then obviously, you know, players like Ivar Ingemarsson and, and Sonko, um, Ivar and Stephen Hunt and Sidwell was at Brentford as well, wasn't he? I think, and then, yeah. you know, make, make progress in, in that way. So maybe a, a manager that has sort of done well um, at, at League One. Or yeah, and he's like hungry that. as well to prove himself, I think, as yeah. well. And, and it's interesting as well when you're saying that you're going through all those names of players that played for us. There's not many of them that have actually gone into management, is there? When you think about it, from those eras, you know, the Ingemarsons and the yeah. Zonkos, I think did Wells. Yeah, I think you need... Um, uh, Nicky Shaw has just gone into management, hasn't he? He's just got a new role somewhere. Yeah, Gillingham, is it? I think. Yeah. Gillingham, Colchester, someone like that. Somewhere, one of those clubs, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of, there's there's an opportunity to do something different rather than just keep gambling like we have done for the last five, six years, isn't it? Yeah. Random names out of a hat. It does smack it. And personally, got nothing against Paul Ince whatsoever. We're just purely talking about the way the, the club's going about this and what yeah. what we are possibly most critical about is um the timing of it and it does feel a bit like an easy option so maybe what we're saying really is we'll get to the end of the season and then um think it through a bit better plan you know have some planning involved rather than just go oh well Paul Lintz is there at the moment let's <laughs> yeah, let's gamble on that. Let's get somebody. Give it to him. 
Yeah, something like, you know, Nicky Hammond, you know, a similar character coming in and reviewing the club, you know, from... Because he's done yeah. that as a, a recruitment thing. I think he did at Newcastle, didn't he? You know, that come in, yeah, come in even short term and just look at what what it is from his footballing yeah. point of view and what needs to be done, what can be done, finance-wise, recruitment-wise, because he knows what he's doing. I don't yeah, think you the look people at, that we have there don't have an idea. You look at um, somebody like Alan Pardew. He's, <clears throat> he's now out in um, CSKA... Um, so fit, uh, out in um, Bulgaria, yeah, he's sporting director, I think it is, of CSKA Sofia. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. So I think that would make sense. Um, so I think it's got to be a, a restructure. And by the way, Johnny, I have still got COVID, struggling a little bit. So you might yeah, no, take over. You might be on your own in a minute. <laughs> I've talked to myself. That's been like me for years. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've, got my, uh, I've got my water here, but look. Let's um, let's talk about Wally Downs. Yeah, um, he's obviously been a manager. He's a current manager. Um, I think a lot of people would like to see him back at the club in some capacity. Obviously, he was assistant manager, and you have to give him a lot of credit for um, Reading going up into the um, Premier League for the first time. Because I think when he first came in, his one of his main roles was to um, work with the defenders, wasn't it, if I remember rightly? Yeah, yeah. And, and I think, you know, his, his knowledge of the game is huge, you know, and, and that you can't buy that knowledge. Like guys like him, yeah. Paul McDermott, they know they know the game from top to bottom, you know, the scouting systems. Um, and like you're kind of going, that is something. Why not? I know I don't know how much money we've got in the bank, but, you know, it's, it's, it's something that's needed in that club. We need experience. Yeah. Not just a manager. We need the the whole, like you're saying, the whole package, isn't it? The yeah. 23s, the coaches, but also somebody that knows, you know, where we can when we can start recruiting players properly again. And if you if you look back to the to the two thousands, you had Alan Pardew, you know, good player, um, yeah, astute manager, did did well. I think, you know, overall was was a really good manager for Reading. And you had yeah. his assistant manager, Martin Allen, who was kind of, back then, he was in the Wally Downs role as assistant yeah. manager with that with that passion and that fire. Uh, and he got the players not just, you know, into, into shape and, and playing well, but motivated as well. So yeah, I think, definitely. I think you do need that. You need experience and you need someone to come in who's, who's got that passion and that motivation, rather than just a manager who's coming in. And okay, Paul Ince's son is is playing for Reading, um, but you want someone who, you know, really really cares. I'm not in any way, shape, or form saying no, that no, it's doesn't brilliant. care. But you you do want somebody like Wally Downs in, involved. And with all due respect to Michael Jilks, club legend you know, under 23s and he's stepped up now and 
obviously they have turned things around to their credit. But um, Michael Jilks is, is not a Martin Allen. He's not a Wally Downs. And I think what they, you know, if you think of what those two brought to the club, especially Wally Downs, he came in and Reading are in the Premier League for the first time in, in the club's history. Yeah, and I think what, what you know, I was going to ask him about this was the fight that we had in those teams. Obviously, it was a fight with, you know, with Warnock, which I was literally asking about. But, but they fought for each other and they fought as a team. Those teams were, you know, and like Dylan mentioned it about the teams he played in, Graham, all the guys that we've spoken to, they all had that, didn't they? The successful teams at Reading. There yeah. was that fight for each other. They, they, and I, I look at the teams recently and I'm kind of going, I can't see it. Yeah, it's not that fans want. That's what we, you know, the record-breaking Royals in the eighties. They had that. You know, you had Kevin Bremner. We had players like Terry Herlock back then, Um, and then in the mid mid nineties, you know, Phil Parkinson. Yeah, um, and then obviously into the two thousands, Phil Parkinson obviously set up Jamie Puritan Golden in two thousand and two, got us promoted. Um, and then I watched the video back of that um, incident with Neil Warnock and Keith Gillespie when he got sent off after <laughs> 10 seconds, uh, Reading against Sheffield United. Um, and Wally, it was quite interesting, actually, because Wally Downs, you know, piled in. Yeah. Players piled in. Uh, Keith Gillespie had another go, didn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah. And got sent off. Yeah. Um and it's quite interesting, wasn't it, that you could see Steve Koppel floating around in the background. He's letting, yeah, letting, letting, yeah, he's like, oh, no, lads, go on, yeah. go on, have him. <laughs> yeah, go on, Wally, go on, get in there. <laughs> so I think you do need that balance. And Martin Allen was was the same. He he had a couple of um, couple of run-ins, didn't he? Yeah, and also as well, I think they had the characters as well. You know, I was looking, yeah. thinking about that again today when we were going to speak to Wally. You know, you had characters like Glenn Little. You know, there was something about them. There was, you know, they they had a bit of charisma and there was a bit of, like, identity with the fans. Yeah. You know, they played with a smile on their face. I don't know what it was, but you kind of, you enjoyed watching them for that because they looked like they enjoyed playing for us. And sometimes you look at some of our players recently, again, you go, they don't look like they actually enjoy it. I know that, you know, they're struggling at times, but it just doesn't look... Fun, yeah, and also, and also you need that. I mean, the you know the one hundred and six season was was one thing, but then for me, the following season was even yeah. because we finished what eighth in the Premier League. That's yeah, yeah. Premier. <clears throat> and you can't do that just with good players. You've got no. to have that fight. And and obviously, first season, um, you know the other the other sides don't know your style of play as well. Um, and then, you know, shame second season went, went down, but that, that for me, the, the first season in, in the Premier League it eclipsed what happened the season before. Cause it was, yeah. And I remember that, that even the FA Cup game against Man United that season, um, I think, well, well, we summit like three nil down, and then we nearly got back to three all. Yeah, we drew. We drew the, the first game, didn't we? One all, and then it's a replay, wasn't it? We're three nil down after like 10, 15 minutes, something I think, like and that. we got back to three. So, and I think did we hit the bar or something? Got, but we, we got certainly back to three two and hit the bar. Yeah, and, yeah, and that and that just that game, even though it was a defeat, that that kind of summed up the, the spirit, and that was against Man United. Yeah, um, and there were obviously some great games and. 
you know. It was that spirit, wasn't it? There was just that unbeatable. They went on every game and thought they yeah. were going to be beaten. And you could Wally, see it when they played, didn't you? Yeah, and Wally Downs was a part of that. And I, I think you only yeah. have to watch that. By the way, if you're listening and uh, you haven't seen that incident, then um, just look up Keith Gillespie, Keith Gillespie red card after 10 seconds. Uh, you can find it very easily. It is quite amusing. Yeah. So Wally down, Keith Gillespie got sent off after 10 seconds for, um, uh, I think he elbowed, elbowed Stephen Hunt in oh. the head, didn't he? Or something like that. Yeah, yeah, definite red. And then um, Neil Warnock got sent off. Wally Downs got sent off. Um, yeah. Keith, Keith Gillespie did it again after he got sent off. Yeah. Um, so perhaps... Ni- Go on. Perhaps, perhaps Neil Warnock and Wally are having a pint now. Perhaps that's why they, they, he couldn't come on the, uh, the show tonight. Maybe he's, uh, well, you he's imagine, a bit busy. You imagine <laughs> next season, Neil Warnock manager, Wally Downs assistant manager. Oh, geez. That would be an interesting change room, wouldn't it? Yeah. But, um, I have to... Yeah. I think they, they, those characters, even like Warnock, you know, he, he's like Marmot, wasn't he? You loved him, I hate him. But as a manager, what he did was, you know, he, he got teams playing for him. Yeah. And we always had the better of them more often than not, which was even better, wasn't it? The amount of times we used yeah. to wind him up. And, um, and I think, um, and, and again, we, we apologise, but this was inevitable. Um, so, you know, we were hoping to speak to, to Wally tonight and we will definitely try to, to get him on again. Um, yeah, definitely. But I, I, I think it's really important to say that obviously the 106 season and the following season in, in, the, in the Premier League, the players get all the all the credit, Steve Coppel got all the credit, but a massive amount of credit has to go to Wally Downs because it was after Wally Downs that, you know, came in and it was in this second season, wasn't it? The, the 106 season. Um, and then some of those players came from Brentford. I think you had Inga Marson, um, Stephen Hunt and Sidwell all came from Brentford. So, was, wasn't Sonko as well? Wasn't he there as well? Possibly, Because yeah. um, Sidwell was at Arsenal, wasn't he, on loan at Brentford? But, yeah, like, they're all kind of... Like, Stephen Hunt was a freebie, wasn't he? I, 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 they weren't. Yeah. And the, the other thing to remember is, of course, when Reading went up in 2002, that Jamie Curitan goal at Brentford, that was... Part of that Brentford team was the, the yeah, Red team yeah. to come, wasn't it? Steve Coppel, Wally Downs. Uh, I think Wally Downs then went on to become... Brentford's manager the following season yeah. uh, and then a few players Lloyd Awusu as well he went on to play for Reading yeah. uh, we've, got, we've got we've got him on as a guest by the way Lloyd Awusu so but don't you think the recruitment though Mark was different like uh, we talked about it to a couple of the management people that we spoke to like they actually had a plan like you go out and get a player to fill a role and, yeah. and it was part of a jigsaw. Like that yeah. was, you could see what the team they were building because they had like they, they fitted the parts fitted together. Now it's yeah. like it's just random kind of hope it works. You've got three left wingers and no right winger, and and it, I, I'll tell less. you, I'll tell you what I really think is different now compared to you know if we compare it to the side that went up to the the Premier League in two thousand and six. I think back then. It was about identifying not just the right players, but the right players with the right character who would yeah. fit into, as you described it, the jigsaw. And it's kind of now feels a bit like, oh, who, we'll pick from who's available. So because we're not, we don't seem to be doing it that way round, um, we're not getting the, the first 
choices because we haven't got that, that plan and that strategy. And obviously, you know, getting Kevin Doyle over, that involved um, Steve Koppel, of course. But before that, you had, you know, I think Nicky Hammond was in, involved in that. You had Pat Dolan and Eamon Dolan were involved in that. So that, that was part of a plan and a strategy. And that's what I think the fans are really disappointed in now, that that just plan and that strategy doesn't seem to be there. So just for clarity, me personally, I've got nothing against Paul Ince as, as a person. What we're doing here is we're questioning the the planning and the strategy and the way that Reading are going about doing things, as I think most of the fans are. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I know for a fact like here in Ireland, you know, the scouting that they had back then was huge, and was still for a number of years after that. You know, we had guys that maybe well, didn't do as well, like Pierre Sweeney came over, and you know, he's now at Exeter. We had a few other guys that didn't quite make it, but you know, uh, Dave Mooney, I think, and you know, but like, where is the scouting now? Where, where do I don't even know? I don't hear of what we're scouting, where we're scouting, who is scouting. Do you know, it all seems very cloak and dagger, doesn't it, again? There's no, again, no plan, no, no, it just, it's a gamble. It just seems to be a constant gamble. Well, there's no, there's no plan that we know of. No. Because, it, because there's not very much in the way of communication, is there? No, and I think, you know, that there's cheap or cheaper players out there, there's hungry players out there in the lower leagues, like Reading went and got from Brentford, like at that time. And other teams have done since. You know, there's good players playing at lower levels that need a chance. Yeah. And rather than going out and getting five loan players from here, there, and everywhere, getting some random signings from a Spanish league, a Portuguese league, you know, it, it just seems ad hoc, doesn't it? Again, it's like yeah. something needs yeah. to come in and go. And some of those players that you you're talking about there, that type of player might be viewing a move to Reading as a stepping stone and then you look at somebody like Danny Drinkwater and I I think he he won the Premier League didn't he with Leicester yeah yeah and and that and that's what I think has disappointed Reading fans and he has played better in recent games but it is that that fight and that that passion and and it is better than it was uh couldn't get a lot worse really but I, th- I think, <laughs> I think, excuse me. Um, looking forward to next, you know, the summer and next season. Reading fans are really worried, aren't they? Yeah, you know, it's, it's scary, and I think that it's scary enough. If we went down, I, I, I don't know if we'd ever come back up the way things are. If we stay up, it's still going to be scary because we don't know. I think we've got nine first team players in contract, um, but. If that's the case, that's the case. Then go out and look for players that are hungry that we can get from non-league. Go out and build a team. If it's a yeah. team that gets us 18th next season, brilliant, because we're 18th, we've been over, overpaid a lot of players. Do you know what I mean? But if you can see some progress, isn't it? Like yeah. we saw with Reading for years, we built on step year by year, where I think for 10 years we were around about the playoffs, weren't we, in the championship? We either got in them, we were seventh, there was a real period of time where we, you know, we were always up there, yeah. even if we didn't if you, get. Yeah, and I think I think you're absolutely right. If if I pick out three of the greatest Reading strikers in Reading history, Kerry Dixon, Trevor Senior, um, both came from non-league. Obviously, there wasn't yeah. there wasn't a big difference from non-league to 
you know, Reading's level back at, in, in those days, in the 80s. But um, nevertheless, Kerry Dixon, Trevor Senior, both came from non-league. Kevin Doyle came from Cork yeah. City, didn't he? Um, yeah, Steve, Shane Long. Stephen, Stephen Hunt as, as well. Was he at Cork? I can't remember. Shane, no, Shane Long. Shane was, Long, was, Long was, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but, you know, and you look at, you know, some of the free transfers that we've got in, you know, you look at Josh Laurent. He's a great example, I think, of yeah. what is out there. You know, he was a free transfer and has been very, you know, he's been brilliant, you know, as a, as a free. Give me 11 free transfers that want to play. You know, like Tom Ince, you know, these contracts up in the summer, isn't it? Stoke, Junior, Hoyder, they've all been good. Halovich hasn't really done it on a free, but that's the gamble, isn't it? But then we had yeah. players coming in very late in the campaign when they weren't, didn't have a proper pre-season. It's kind of, everything's kind of just been such... Do you, know what? Do you know what? I, th- I think it's not, it is a worry, it is a concern that all, all the players that are out of contract at the end of the season. But sometimes, you know, if you've got a side that isn't doing well and, okay, Reading, Reading are doing better lately, the last five games, two wins, two draws and a defeat. <coughs> Excuse me again. Um, not too bad, but, you know, overall the season hasn't hasn't been great, especially if you Go back to the start of last season. Um, so, you know, having having a clear out and kind of starting again might not be the worst thing for Reading. No, but it, if it's planned, you yeah. know, if if, if 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 we go in again in the summer and it's gambling on ten random players that because their agents Kia, let's put it out there, or whoever, or five loan signs because he's a mate of a mate of a mate, and we're still got this. Like as we've had this squad so unbalanced with you know that we haven't added you know wide players we haven't you know it's been all over the shop. If somebody comes in and says right yeah okay, that's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to rebuild with fifteen new players. All right, well where's the best fifteen players for these positions that yeah. we need? Let's go out and actively recruit them. Whether they're the best in four, third division three, maybe in Ireland, maybe you know Scotland. Who knows? But actually. Let's see some plan of what it's aiming for. And, and by the way, that was uh, that wasn't an alarm. That was one of Johnny's children, I think, in the background, wasn't it? You 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 you're on kids duty today, aren't you? Yeah, so, uh, yeah that was that was um, that's the, her frustration at Reading season getting out there. She just yeah. wants to let you know how she felt. <laughs> well, look, well, look, we um, once again apologies if you were expecting to hear from Wally Downs. We we were. We were hoping to as well. Um, so we don't know what, what's happened. We'll, we'll try and find out. And we will try and get Wally on uh, uh, again. So um, uh, so this is the point where I would normally say thanks for joining us, Wally. But instead, I'll say thanks for joining me, Johnny. So nice Thank to you, chat to you as usual. So yeah. Eva Ingemarsson is our guest tomorrow. So join us anytime from 6.30pm tomorrow for that one. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 1871podcast. So um, we'll we'll see you. Well, we'll, you'll hear us tomorrow. I think that's the right way to say it. But yeah, join join us tomorrow if you can for Eva Ingemarsson. And um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll chat about Reading again tomorrow. And uh, I'm sure Eva has has got some great memories of, of his time at Reading. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.